0: Shout out to um, Something in Common. That was a single from the Bobby album. I had a good time on that tour. Went to a couple of shows.
1: That was the last last of the best of of Bobby Brown as we knew him. Uh,
0: Yeah, I understand where you're coming from with that. I get it. Um, The funny thing is, you know, I had a friend that was um, good friends with Miss Whitney. And one night we were at our house and, you know, Whitney and Bobby came. We were having a get-together. So let me tell you that I was treated to a Bobby Brown, Whitney Houston performance in her living room. And Bobby was in full mode. He was up on stage like it was 88 doing my prerogative. It was hilarious. I'm sure. And, like, unforgettable. Hella fun.
1: Those are, are great Hella moments. Fun. We can always, like, catch an artist like that just in, off kilter in the living room somewhere. It's like, wow, am I really watching this right now? So many moments like that in Los Angeles. So
0: Great times. So, listen, you know, it is hour three of RSVP with Jill Monroe here on KBLA Talk 1580. So Andy, I thought you were going to say something. I was waiting for you to chime in. But, okay.
2: No, I was just going to say Thug Love and Bobby Brown was popping, too.
0: Let me tell I went yes. to that video shoot. I was at we stood, downtown L.A. for the helicopter part. was not at that part. But the part on Hollywood Boulevard, different friend, close association. We went to that video shoot. So we were on Hollywood Boulevard with Bobby Brown, Ja Rule, all the video girls about 2 o'clock in the morning with it shut down. And what I also will tell you is bump what you heard that is my song that was and a good i know song. you getting bored chilling with them i know you need my love in the in the day.
1: you know what i liked what job ja rule did for for bobby brown because see we had Boop. we Boop. we had not heard from bobby brown in a minute yeah. musically all we knew was that he had been in and out we that the, was around the bobby the, the whitney re- reality, uh, reality show. show
0: do you lie? yeah so these? he That's that was when be. he was
1: like um re um inserting himself back into you know pop culture a little bit so yeah. i appreciate what y'all no, ja did
0: good for him. song good video yes. i still bump that song um i'm not mad at that song at all yes sir
2: with that being said i want to give ja rule some more flowers for what he brought to the music game. I, I felt like we talked about it yesterday, and one of these days, mm-hmm. we talked about uh, Ja Rule and how um, him collaborating with a lot of women or whatnot, how that kind of brought them up to a degree. You know, Jennifer Lopez and uh, Charlie Baltimore Vita, this, that, and the third. Lil Mo, Lil Mo, Lil Mo.
0: Ashanti, Christina uh, Milian. D- d- exactly. He even collaborated with Mary J. Blige. It's Ooh, just yeah, rainy day. Rainy yes. yep. Fire
2: record. But also, on, on the hip-hop side, you know what I'm saying? Like, creating a record, even though I'm not from New York, but creating the anthem, like, uh, New York with Fat Joe and Jadakiss right. at the height of his beef with 50, you know what I mean? Like, I... I Man, just salute to Ja rule, man, you know what I'm saying for everybody that that switched sides on him, and was like, oh, I'm, I'm rocking with fifty. I don't do Ja rule no more. You know you guys were rocking with Ja rule heavy man, give him his flowers. I know he messed up with the little fire festival, but it's all good, man. Ja rule flowers, you know what he separated
1: himself from that very clean by the way
0: <laughs> i I'm gonna tell you, I've always messed with Ja rule, like um, I have some stories from back in the day, perhaps at another time though another oh, Jeffrey. time. Um, I will say that, um, back in the day, going to like uh, not a part, I guess we would call it a kickback, it wasn't called that thing, but a kickback at you know, the mansion job rolling them were um written, and um, that's where I first encountered Superhead. So, there you go, Corinne Um, Steven. Yep, so what a time! What a time, anyway. Shout out to that era. So, listen. Before we get into this Sharon Osbourne story, right, I just, we have to talk a little bit about this stuff with Kiki, right? (sighs) Just a little bit. So, you know, there was leaked audio, probably from her child's father, Darius's side, and they thought that it was going to make kiki and her mom look crazy and guilty of attacking him and whatever but again you gotta move better you gotta move a little quicker it just really really sounds like something else i don't know this whole situation is messy and sad but another artist got thrown under the bus in this audio by the conversation so it's Kiki Palmer's mom going off on Darius right it's nearly eight minutes right and Sharon Palmer cursed out Darius for continuing to harass her daughter right he she called him and his brother kiddies that they weren't raised right by their mother because they have grown up to beat on women uh they he, this recording was done illegally right um she threatened to put a bullet to his head which we heard uh, she said um you know she said that He, if he put in more work, he might have an acting career that he wasn't a man. Um, It was shared by blogger Armand Wiggins, the recording. They sent it to him and then later retracted it. I think. Where do I know that name from? He's a YouTube blogger. So, and they were, and she said, and what did your mom do to you? She bleeped you up. She turned you into a punk, a mama's boy who harasses women. What kind of BS is that? Your mama should be ashamed of herself, right? And um, he said that Kiki kept wanting to come back around and he didn't want to be with her. And Kiki was like, that makes no sense as to why you harass me. There's no need to say such horrible things you do because that is nuts. You know, there was a conversation about Kiki potentially hitting him at some point, And she said she was wrong. Some people went back to the book that Kiki wrote where she said in her book, it's on 137 in her book, as my resentment grew, my darkness started showing up. Old bad habits, defense mechanisms. Sometimes I went off on him, not Darius. This was another relationship where she talked about hitting this man in this relationship. Um, I went off on him just to get a rise out of him. I couldn't express my pain and the fact that he couldn't see I was hurting and that he was causing me to think um, subconsciously and show him, though, making him feel that same hurt. And just like that, our relationship became physically and emotionally abusive, and mostly on my part. Sometimes we think only guys can be abusive, and it's not true. Things can get out of hand for anyone when you have feelings you ain't dealt with. There was one time in the middle of the night when we got into a crazy fight, I should say morning, because it was more like 3 a.m., and I wanted him to leave. He wouldn't, and he wouldn't leave me. I was texting my best friend, and the whole time, like a movie, she hopped out of her bed uh, without question and came to pick me up. So that's an excerpt from her novel, and some people are using that to point to the fact that they believe that Darius was not lying and that Kiki might have been abusive during the course of the relationship. What I will tell you is Miss Sharon Palmer ethered that man in the recording. And again, it's such a different thing because obviously he's not reacting because he knows he's recording the conversation to put out at a later time. And obviously Kiki and her mother do not. Um that toxicity, man, that volatility. Trent?
1: You know, um we always end up talking about relationships um you know it's i don't i'm so tired of talking about people's relationships i really truly am you know here's the thing um you attract who you are number one whether you want to realize it or not or accept it or not whoever you are in that moment all your partner does is hold up a mirror to you um and as a person who has dated a virgo (laughs)
0: <laughs> Listen, I will say
1: this before. What I will say this about those Virgos, they love to provoke, okay? They love to provoke and they love to attack. It's what they do. And then they act like, oh, it didn't anything. And Or or they uh, provoke and they attack and they stand by it and they rub it in.
0: I think sometimes young relationships can be complicated. And I think that this Our is relationships why are
1: complicated. And we I- everybody should just be quiet and mind their own business and get in their relationship. And you know what? Here's the thing. How would you act in some of these situations? Because a lot of the times we've dated people. we've uh, Listen, I've had somebody's mother cussing me out. My mother has never cussed out anybody I dated, because um, I keep my mother out of my relationships. But I've been cussed out by somebody's mother before. Um, I cussed back, but I wasn't recording the
0: conversation either. Well, we will see what happens on the other side. One more fact before we relationships are a mess. Thing.
1: Everybody should just stay to themselves. It also has point. been
0: revealed that there is a history of, you know, domestic violence in Darius's family. His mother had a long standing order of protection against his father for domestic violence as well. So it is probably something that he is also grown up seeing. So there's that. When we come forward, we're gonna get into the Sharon and Whitney story. We're gonna get into Cam, <laughs> Kiss, and Joe Smith. All of that and more on the other side. You were locked into RSVP with Joe Monroe here on KBLA Talk fifteen eighty.
1: Trending topics and the hottest happenings. You're listening to RSVP with Jill Monroe on KBLA Talk
0: 1580. You are locked into RSVP with Jill Monroe here on KBLA Talk 1580. So listen, Sharon Osborne. You know, on her podcast, The Osborne's Podcast, she shared a story about Whitney and Bobby from back in the day where she said, you know, Whitney confronted her. So this is the setup, right? Sharon was hosting Divas Duets for VH1. This was years ago. Oh,
1: I remember that. That was in Las Vegas.
0: Whitney was performing. With
1: Bobby Brown. They did something in common that night.
0: Boom, boom, bam. Yeah. Andy on it as usual. (laughs) And so... She said that she was at sound check, and the was, first was time on they stage ever performing. performed it together. Actually, go really? ahead, really and live. Okay. Uh huh. So she said that while she was on stage, her mom Sharon was watching, and Bobby Christina must have watched the Osbournes because she came up and sat next to her, and she was talking right. And then she said suddenly, Bobby walked up, and he was sitting on the other side. So they were, you know, chatting. And Whitney, Miss Leo Whitney on stage, Sharon said she was singing and she slowly stopped singing. And she said she looked at Miss Osborne and she was like, No, she looked at her and was like, Mrs. Osborne, are you trying to F my husband from the stage? And however she said it, mortified, must have had Sharon shook because she said, she responded with, no, 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 please, I'm not. And that she went running down the aisle like, no, no, you don't understand. You don't understand. It's not like that. And she said that Whitney got distracted. I could
1: picture the whole thing going down right now.
0: So this is the part that's crazy to me. And I'm like, Sharon, this sounds like a little, you know, Whitney's not a kitty cat with a red laser. She was like that at the time she had her wedding ring on and it was like pave gold or something. You know, it had pave diamonds in it or whatever and it was pretty elaborate. And she said Whitney stopped and looked at her ring and was like, beautiful ring. And she was like that she gave Whitney the ring. She threw it at her and was like, I promise I'm not interested in your husband. I'm married. And that Whitney was like, all right, okay. But really, Whitney just got distracted from first she was no. asking if you want to...
1: this is the setup.
0: Okay, let me hear
1: I'm not afraid to try. I, I know exactly what song she's singing. So she's practicing. I, I see the whole thing in my head. She, uh, okay, rest rest in peace, Whitney, okay? She went to sound check. She hadn't had her bumps yet. She's trying to do her thing on stage. She's sweating, okay? All she's, it's is a dead auditorium. And, and in this empty auditorium, all she sees is her husband, Sharon Osbourne, and her daughter. Okay, Bobby had just had an incident. They had a fight a, a week before. It's fresh in her mind. She's flipping out. She goes off. I see the whole thing. You switch her vividly? Oh, the whole thing the, in this entirety. Down to the way she said the F word and all of it. I, I see it.
0: The Mrs. Osborne was key for me.
1: Oh, because that's how she talked, though.
0: Redder. Yeah. <laughs> I love So, side note, um... As was mentioned in the chat, I forgot to mention that Sharon Palmer in the conversation with Darius also threw a certain R and B singer under the bus because they were talking about
1: Please don't let it be Usher.
0: They were talking about Darius's reaction and response to that, and that him going after Kiki, and so Mrs. Palmer said something very unbecoming. I'm sure it was just anger in the moment, or just trying to <laughs> deflect and throw him off. But she said some things, and um, can't put the genie back in the bottle when you say stuff like that. It's gonna be very tricky, very sticky, you know. Well,
1: yeah, she was. It was she was going for shots fired.
0: She was. So, um, mama's
1: got that heat black black mamas are you know you
0: they, what they, is they, they can get this crazy secret record like i feel like it's basic knowledge common knowledge you are not allowed to record someone without consent
1: those jill these rules have gone out the window with these new kids because everyone's looking for this viral moment especially um when they have nothing to lose
0: that is true
1: and when you're trying to make a name for yourself and you are trying to find your footing in a world where your woman has everything and they're going to automatically side with her and you don't have really much of anything going for yourself then this is what you're going for and it's not a diss to him it's just it's just the reality of it you don't have nothing going on for yourself sir you even deleted your socials you are doing nothing you are a baby's daddy trying to find your footing. And instead of focusing on improving your life, you're about. going back and forth. And maybe this conversation will set him on the right track to really focus on what he needs to focus on. Because if you had as much time as you say that you do or whatever, you would be focused on something different. You wouldn't have time to record people and trap them because you would be trying to get your bag up.
0: Listen. Right? I and and, and not be going
1: back and forth with a woman in public or trying to record a woman or set her up
0: mrs palmer said as much she did because
1: listen a, a real dude is not is, is not going back and forth with a woman in public
0: well i think they were in kiki's house
1: well it, you you're not you're you not setting her up and you're not you're not recording a conversation because you're looking for a moment and your focus is off and when you're trying to entrap people, it usually backfires on you.
0: And, and that's how I feel. You know, there were the pictures that were released and all of these things. And I think he really thought he had something. And it's like, sir.
1: This woman, shout out to this um, the pile, back in D.C., she told me something I'll never forget on a job when I was in my 20s and I was just trying to make it. And it was this woman at work harassing me and she was always in my business, like always trying to figure me out. And Danette said to me one day, she said, you know, when people um, dig a hole for you, don't even worry about it. Because when they dig holes for you, they, they're digging it for themselves, too. I never forgot that. And she's right. So when people are digging holes for you and trying to expose you, all they're going to do is fall in a the hole themselves They're digging it for themselves listen and that's what happened to that young man
0: i just want to implore though stop trying to record people in secret stop looking for a moment because guess what it's gonna it's
1: gonna come out in the wash anyway you don't even have to do nothing
0: i don't know because guess what
1: no it it, and here's the proof in that people are always going to tell on themselves like kiki wrote that book about putting hands on people she hadn't already told on herself, so it's not really far-fetched that he says it or confirm. We already know this stuff because it's, people are going to admit who they are without yeah. you even having to do anything.
0: Some people said that it is positioning because, you know, she's been granted temporarily sole custody, right? If she gets sole custody, we don't know if he's going to try and hit her for some child support over if he gets awarded joint custody. And some say that by bringing these things into it, it's positioning for further down the line. And, you know, the shoe is on the other foot. Moves that, you know, sometimes babies' mamas are accused of making. That is what he is allegedly doing, according to some.
1: It's one trick getting tricked by a bigger trick. Because that's usually what happens when... I'm telling you, you are in a relationship. That person is going to mirror you, good and bad. So what ends up happening is you end up with two people who fight the same. And if they fight dirty, then you're going to see a a bloodbath and, you know, pig slop everywhere. That's just how it goes.
0: I don't know. I just, good luck to everybody involved. Mm -hmm. Peace and healing. Okay, so listen. Hopefully. Hopefully
1: some people just love toxic situations
0: i mean listen they could have peace and healing separately right sure that's what we hope okay so listen i've talked over the past few weeks off and on about former nba star joe smith and he and his estranged wife keisha who goes by kiss um and how she had an only a secret OnlyFans account that he wasn't aware of because she said he wasn't holding it down with the money, right? Well, we know that I love It Is What It Is. That's Cameron and Mace's sports podcast. And Mace, being the good friend, surprised Cameron and flew in Keisha, Joe Smith's estranged wife, from Atlanta to come and do her body rub, babe, business on cam and let me say this her showing up and rubbing on him with his shirt off you probably are not seriously thinking about getting back into your marriage maybe you are but looks a little crazy right mace trying to be the good guy because he was like you're not gonna get in trouble are you and she was like no bye who?" mace was like you know joe i i didn't know that she was actually good gonna... mace you knew she was gonna show up what do you mean if you booked the service you knew she was gonna come um she did admit that they both cheated at some point during the relationship she said that because mace was like well what did you do you know to help you know support him and put him on and be supportive before you did this right she said she sent him to audio engineering school because he likes music and that that would be something you know he would be good at of course she said that you know when she helped employ him at her other businesses but she believes he's depressed mace was just sitting there looking like wow you really airing him out like this and she's like i've tried everything but let me tell you.
1: But airing somebody out in in a, in, a, in a time of of need is 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 how is how you help. See, this is why people shouldn't be in relationships because it, or marriages because this is the part where people forget for better or worse. This is she that said worst that part.
0: part, right? She said she's been dealing with the worst. She's been supporting him. She's been the breadwinner. She's been trying to talk to him. He doesn't open up, and you know, unfortunately, it had to be. the Well, worst. this is
1: why. He's not opening up to you because you're not trustworthy and every time you say something, you go on telling everybody because guess what? Before she went and sat up and told Mace and, and Cam, guess what? She was on the phone with her homegirl and her mama and her sisters and everybody else running her trap because this is who she is. She don't know how to shut up and she's not trustworthy. That's why he's not opening up to her.
0: I mean, he stopped. She said that at one point. They've been together for like Yes, because she years. was
1: on the phone running her mouth, and you tired of your business coming back to you, and you tired of sitting up watching it, and you're but not about to take part in your own in your own demise.
0: But if he wasn't going out and paying the bills and putting the work, and she was trying to give him he ideas. He wanted to leave. Supportive, he wants she, her to leave, listen, and she won't go. Then he should have left. He got Mm-mm. the opportunity now. When we come back. we'll have more on this. We're going to hear Cam's conversation with Kiss. And, of course, more trending topics and headlines. You're locked into RSVP with Jill Monroe. On Who? Who? <laughs> you are locked into RSVP with Jill Monroe here on KBLA Talk 1580. I'm telling you, that is an underrated classic. I don't care what nobody says. That is my joy. Such passion for both John and Bob. Oh, he came so hard. Right. Video, banger. Had lowriders, helicopters. The whole nine. Everything. Wow. Shout out to that. And shout out to Fahima in the chat. She says. If Kiki is the custodial parent, Darius can't claim child support. For example, Sherry Shepard isn't the custodial parent for the child Sal her, her ex-husband is raising. Sherry is paying Sal child support. Listen, if they have joint custody, which he is trying to do, right now Kiki has temporarily, temporary sole custody based off the restraining order, joint custody is just what it says and that is when she perhaps could have to pay him child support so we don't know you know california laws are um fair <laughs> do you know when it comes to that kind of stuff right we're in no-fault divorce state that's why you hear a lot of these irreconcilable differences and um you know we'll have to see what comes of that now listen we got to play this clip of Cam getting massaged and attempting to kind of interview Keisha, Joe Smith's estranged wife, because Mace and their co-host, Stat Baby, Treasure, they couldn't get it together. They could because Cam was very much excited. He had on his silk pink shirt. He popped that baby off, took off his shirt, and laid down on the massage table to get his massage shirtless. Mace was like, I can't believe I'm watching this. So, you know, let's hear Cam and Kiss's conversation. I think, and you could tell me if I'm wrong. Oh.
1: <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you could tell me if I'm wrong. But I think that you was at a point a couple weeks ago where you wanted to fix this and I think that you're having fun right now, seeing what you, what single life has been treating you like the last couple of weeks. Because no. I'm just, I could be wrong, but last Honestly. when 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 we did, just saying real quick, when mm-hmm. we did the interview with you, you was like you want to fix it, and today you saying I just want to be happy.
2: It was he's not gonna feel any way
0: about what you're doing. I mean- She got low.
1: When's the last time y'all communicated? (laughs) Um, We were texting with each other over the last...
0: So, listen, the conversation went on and on. There were some more questions... Um, she said that if they both went to counseling individually and together, maybe they could work it out. I should also mention that they actually did an interview together. Okay. Uh, she also said in this interview, right? I can't remember the gentleman's name, but he was, you know, one of those relationship guys supposedly helping them through the conversation, right? It was before she got flown out to Vegas to do this, right? I don't know at what time period in there. So again, we don't know how much of this is opportunity pre-planned and just in the mix, free balling as the opportunities pop up, right? But in the interview, uh, she was like, Shaq has Papa John's. Why don't you got nothing? Shaq can't, you can't call Shaq to help you. Like, it, it just, it was pretty rough, right? And... um." In talking to each other in this interview, he said that he was frustrated over discovering the account, obviously, and that they both agree financial difficulties and past unresolved issues pushed them to that point. She says that, you know she never wanted she didn't get the benefits of the big lifestyle or whatever she came when he was at his lowest point and only tried to lift him up and bring him up she said she was cooking in lingerie she was giving him pedicures every week again paying for him to try and find his second career choice and he would just quit everything nothing works so i don't know
1: um pedicures and lingerie and dinner is only going to motivate somebody so far but
0: she said she was like what do you like you know supporting his music career supporting the other stuff she has a moving company you know he worked for that Mace asked well what does he want to do and she was like I don't know and I don't think he does either I just try and support the things that he says he's interested in or do things to make sure that we can you know have a roof over our head have some food on the table andy
2: he might as well just start a podcast <laughs> straight up he's a former athlete he could share stories and i mean you know they could con-
0: talk sex and sports freaky I mean, stuff absolutely you know?
2: considering the situation that he's in right now he could definitely talk about how he met his his wife and where it went wrong i think people will tap in and actually listen i mean you think i certainly of, would
0: you, you think about this like i mentioned the other day On Gilbert Arenas podcast, there was a whole conversation between Gilbert Arenas, Kenyon Martin, and Brandon Jennings about... Women and the lifestyle and introducing women. Kenyon Martin. Yes. He was drafted number one, I believe, in the 2000 draft. Went to the New Jersey Nets. Okay. Because I'm like, okay, refresh me. Because I'm like, I know the name. Okay. His son is currently in the league. Was with the Clippers starting out. Played with the Rockets. Was with the Clippers earlier this season. But was traded in the James Harden trade to Philly. So, and that is KJ, Kenyon Martin Jr.
2: Used to be married to Trina.
0: He wasn't they weren't married. They weren't married? No, they With were just the lips dating. on his neck was... he, he definitely got the lips on his neck. They weren't married. Kenyon had another wife and that's the story for another day. We'll just leave it at that. Um yeah. but he and Trina did date. They dated heavily and um you know It's hard to maintain a relationship in the spotlight. It's easier to deal with someone that's in the spotlight because they can relate and understand. But it's hard to maintain those relationships sometimes. So, you know. But Kenyon's married. He's been married for quite some time. He has, I believe, two younger children with his now wife. So, you know. Um... Shout out to Fahima. She says that Smith and his wife are trying to get a reality show. I mean, we thought that, no doubt, you know. I do think that they are angling for that. I don't know if it started off as such because I don't know if anybody was really checking for them and if it necessarily meant that they would get that. I do think, you know, they were having an argument. It's good PR for her OnlyFans. She said that initially she was in, like, the top 20 percent of creators over this past year and now she is in um like the top five percent of creators so subscriptions are definitely going up what city do they live in georgia atlanta
1: so why hasn't she positioned herself to be like on the cast of housewives or something like that
0: they don't got enough money they wouldn't be interested in her Mm. What she But you
1: you don't you don't you not friends and running in circles to, with these girls?
0: No, not necessarily I wouldn't think so. Oh, and okay. I wouldn't think would, that that's a different social lane. But I'm just
1: know? I'm just thinking like you're trying to pivot yourself to but be on reality TV. Maybe
0: now here's the what would been the benefit before. Joe doesn't have any current money. Like what about their situation would be interesting to the producers. She has no obvious connections to the cast, right? Obviously they can put that stuff together, but you know, those are coveted positions. Everybody thinks they deserves them. She could so. be
1: a friend of Marlowe or something. I don't know. I
0: don't know. We'll have to see. When we come for more trending topics and headlines, you were locked in to R S V P with Jill Monroe here on KBLA Talk fifteen eighty.
1: RSVP with Jill Monroe is your go-to show for staying in the know. More engaging conversation when we come forward on KBLA Talk 1580.
0: You were locked into RSVP with Jill Monroe here on KBLA Talk 1580. So, listen, before we get back to these trending topics and headlines to end the night off, I forgot. Listen, if you're in the L.A. area, we have four tickets for you. One caller. Four tickets. Oh, yes. One caller, four tickets to the L.A. Auto Show. Give us a call. All you got to do is be the second caller. 800-920-1580. If you're interested. There you go. Okay. So, back to these trending topics and headlines. Um, Would you really be interested in a reality show from a, no disrespect, Washed up former number one pick and his ex-adult film actress wife who is now trying to be a singer. Would you really?
1: It's a lot better than watching some washed up wives who aren't even married to basketball players anymore fight each other and throw drinks and flip over
0: tables. But isn't that life, everybody? You know... Their marriages aren't going to last forever. Why, why, I mean, it's all the same thing. Mm, why kinda. are we judging? <laughs> no, I'm just I'm funny. not judging. I'm, I'm just I'm saying, I'm
1: like, girl, you're not, you're not even a basketball wife. You're a husband. You're an ex-basketball wife. So if we can watch ex-basketball wives fight each other and throw drinks um, with Jackie Christie watching with her husband in the background, then most certainly we can watch uh, watch this washed-out, exed-up, uh, whatever he is, with his porn star wife. I will sure. say
0: this. Shout out to Doug Christie. He has he's the great <laughs> patience. Of Job. A, there you go. There you go. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. Because
1: no, absolutely what? not, Channing. <laughs> what are our, our resident Sagittarius? What are you disagreeing to now? She wants to be a producer.
0: Did she? What happened? What do we say?
1: I don't know. She wants to be a producer.
0: Okay. So listen, we're coming down to the end. Yes, the of, final wire the road right so we said it's west coast wednesday we haven't been getting you know our people just stopped giving us the tubi movies to watch every week first they were like giving us oh that was urban spencer's job
1: she's been busy it was her with with dj DJ, her dog and
0: there was a couple other people they haven't been updating us so that's why we've been missing. did you ever watch um
1: eric coker's um good poison did you ever watch those two episodes
0: I watched the first one. Remember, we talked about that because he was the teacher. And did we talk about th- it? Yeah. We talked about it because, I mean, here, but you're watching that show, Channon Thompson. She's watching Good Poison. Oh, okay. Well, you know, refresh us because here's the thing. I, did, I watched the first episode, right, where, and he saved him because his probation officer was on his behind and he and the baby's mom had got into it and she kicked him yeah Yeah. it, it was a lot um and so Fahima says it sounds like Smith's wife has been carrying all the financial weight that's what she says it definitely and you know she said that he's not I guess he's in his funk and not willing to do anything about it. So she took matters into her own hands and I'm not mad at her doing that. I just think she should have told him first. That's all. That's all. And even he said that had she have told him, he probably would have been okay with it. But having to hear it from other people. She also said that to your point, Trent, she thinks that he, in addition to being depressed, might just be over being with her. Remember, he cheated on his first wife several times. They, you know, she alluded to them, you know, stepping out on each other at various points. Clearly, she's picking up with cams, putting down. But also, she said that she thinks that he might be, rather be someplace else. And she name-checked Virginia. And I'm assuming that's where, remember, she said that it was one of the women that he was dealing with that told him about the only fans he claims that's not how he discovered it but yeah,
1: yeah i think once people start cheating on each other and looking for outside sources of entertainment it's time to give
0: it up it's a wrap it's a wrap that's that's the end of the night uh, yeah
1: <laughs> just hang it up
0: hang it up flat screen we'll listen
1: hang it up and, and try not to drive on the 10 freeway <laughs>
0: I was just going to say, you know, it's West Coast Wednesday, right? And we are starting this new where we're going to highlight some topics that are specific to L.A., not excluding anybody, but just, you know, giving some love to the city where we are all from. Shannon wants to know, where did Joe's $61 million go to? Um, not being very fiscally responsible,
1: Maybe he loaned it to he Shaq was, to get uh, the um the pizza deal. That's no. why his wife brought it up, and so you can't get called Shaq back and get a favor.
0: No, 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 not calling back. Um, <laughs> again, I mentioned that I um have a casual, cordial relationship with his first wife, Yolanda. Um, and so you know, Keisha kiss implies that you know in the divorce settlement quite a bit i think she said 18 to 20 million went to her there were also some alleged girlfriends and friends and business dealings that she's claimed stole money from him and then there's just bad investments in debt that he had to you know make amends for so um 61 million Woo! speaking of i'm glad you brought that up because we are going to talk be talking to someone tomorrow night on the show that lost, I, I think, more than sixty one million dollars, and um, also a former NBA player.
1: Now, see, now that is what I'm here for. Like
0: NBA champion,
1: you lose all that money, and you and you don't jump off a building Wait, or nothing.
0: And let me take it one step further. Um, his ex-fiancee is also on Basketball Wives. so
1: See what I'm saying? Like, mm-mm. So uh, yeah, what, what, make
0: sure that you are locked in tomorrow night because we will be what having. What time? Uh, he will be calling in the 9 o'clock hour, the first hour. So mm. we are going to be having NBA champion Antoine Walker.
1: Yeah, I'm going to be here for that. I, I need to show. know because so, $61 million down the well, drain.
0: $61 million is what Joe Smith lost. Antoine lost a different amount.
1: You said so, more, though.
0: More. Yeah, more.
1: Ooh, girl. So. Tonight I took a an L, and we gonna bounce back. Like,
0: what? Right. And, uh, you know, lost his woman in the process. Urban Spinster has a referral for us, not on B, but BET+.
1: I love BET+.
0: So the title is, I, I don't know if I could say either one of those words. Um, B A.
1: A Female's Dog's Rear.
0: Right. Mm-hmm. So, we'll look that up. We'll see if it's something we can watch. Um, Shannon <laughs> Thompson, who, oh, she's rolling her eyes. Oh, you don't, listen. listen. She, that, that, that's a Basketball Wives reference, I believe, you know. Because people are very divided on their feelings about his ex-fiance, Evelyn Lozada. So, oh, Evelyn. You know.
1: Such a case.
0: But we're going to be talking to Twan about, you know, financial literacy, NIL, this NBA season, lifestyle thing. So, you know, if you have some questions, make sure you call in and we'll try and get to I'm them. I'm definitely going to call in. You do. Know. So it's going to be a good time. Listen. Thank you, as always, for hanging out with us VIPs. We certainly enjoyed the conversation. Trent the Artist, Trent Jackson, you got to tell the people where they can find you so they can hit you up. Yeah, you just
1: told them. At Trent the Artist on all um, social media um, platforms, TikTok, YouTube, uh, Instagram, my personal favorite. At Trent the Artist.
0: But listen, they got to hear it from you. Like me Mm -hmm. telling them it's different. They need to hear your voice. You know what I'm saying? It's
1: lit. I've been... um, trolling people with my michael jackson pictures lately people don't understand it. i mean nothing by it him in bubbles you know him in different candid moments him on a balcony hanging you know out looking down over the crowd i love it
0: so let me just add Shannon's comments from the chat she said to remind you guys that evelyn lazada is a what a who A Sagittarius. Thank you guys for locking in to RSVP with Jill Monroe here on KBLA Talk 1580. Make sure you are right back here tomorrow, 9 p.m., for more trending topics, more headlines across entertainment, sports, lifestyle, and culture. Thank you, Trent, the artist, Trent Jackson, for joining us. Shout out to Andy for bringing it every night. On the other side, the best of KBLA. I appreciate you guys. I'll see you tomorrow.